Another post-game presser here, led by yours truly. This episode is brought to you by the Bourbon Ballers, America's men's basketball team. Uh, joined here today with BZ, Zero Football IQ, Zero Soccer IQ, Go Fuck Yourself. Here with uh, QB1, and Sharon's iPhone is making an appearance this week. How we doing, gentlemen? Dude, I'm oh. just saying, I'm just saying, dude, my soccer bet hit, so you can fuck off, Dan. Yeah, it was minus seven fifty. You fucking ninja! <laughs> it fucking hit, baby. Here's here's soccer bet didn't hit. He didn't hit. He didn't hit. That'd be team captain of the Bourbon Ballers. Well, two things Germans are good at: playing soccer and making cars. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you better keep that. You better that, keep that in there. Damn right! I'm not protecting this motherfucker. That's I'm it. Shit! Give the audience what they want. It goes. It goes. It goes. It all goes. Super Bowl week amongst us. Waste management open amongst us. It's a big week, gentlemen. We got the award ceremony tomorrow. We're gonna hit it all. We're gonna hit it all. Let's uh let's start off with the Super Bowl. Ben, who are you feeling, man? Who are you feeling? Dude, I'm riding. I'm I'm riding Chiefs. I can't. Both these teams are probably the best in the league. Now that the Ravens are in Cancun, um, but I think you just gotta trust Andy Reid and Patty Mahomes. I mean, they've turned it on when they needed to. San Fran should have lost both their playoff games already. I don't trust Kyle Shanahan. Um, give me that T Swift action, baby. Did yeah? Have, have, did you guys hear about that like Taylor Swift little lucky thing that's going around? Thirteen. The thirteen. Yeah, Taylor Swift's lucky number is thirteen, and the Chiefs are number one. The 49ers are ranked three against the team. One, one and three. Thirteen. Taylor Swift coming from Tokyo. That flight, thirteen hours long. Huh? Super right. can played on 211. 2 right, plus I'm, 11 is 13. I'm going to go ahead and end uh, this one, guys. It's the best math you've ever done in your life. <laughs> I think you quoted uh, Busting with the Boys right off that. <laughs> Literally just regurgitated the, the boys. There. 58 wow. Super Bowl, 5 plus 8, 13. Hey, Come on. No one, no one gives a fuck about Taylor Swift, all right? So I take We're talking zaps. football. I take it zapped. Uh, Gonna get pegged by T Swift this weekend. Is that what we're going with? Yeah, dude. Hey. I'm going with I'm going with it. You can't bypass that, dude. Dude, the Chiefs playing out of the mind though. Mahomes, Mahomes is playing really good. Uh, and honestly, like 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 Ben said, how we talked about the 49ers have been getting handed like every single game in this playoff run when they were going up. And I don't think with the Chiefs, how they're playing in these playoffs, how Mahomes and how that team manages in the playoffs and how they're just like destroy teams. I don't think the 49ers are going to get as lucky as they did with the Lions and those teams that they played. So I'm taking, I'm taking Mahomes. I'm taking the chiefs. I think it's going to be an easy win, but yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it. I think Andy Reid's going to manage the game better than any of the teams the Niners have played in the playoffs. Uh, they've got the experience. And uh, Patty Mahomes is hungry. You know, he's feeling that vin- villain energy that Tom Brady started to get once he got some Super Bowls under his belt. So, you know, this would be like a, a good uh, test for Mahomes to see how he handles that pressure. You know, he's always been the golden boy. Everybody wants to do really well. Uh, and now it's kind of like, all right, let's knock this kid down a peg. 
uh, you know, his wife sucks, his brother sucks, and now they've got Taylor Swift there too. So it's like <laughs> just everything's coming after him right now. Well, I'm going to eat my words because at this point you probably shouldn't bet against Mahomes. But fuck the Chiefs. Fuck T-Swift. <laughs> fuck them all. Give me Mr. Irrelevant. Give me, give me CMC. I'm going with the Niners, dude. I'm going with the Niners. Wow. I, like it, but you... I think uh, – yeah, I think the Chiefs had played have played well, but I think comparatively, like they've played better than they played in the regular se- season. I don't think they've done anything extraordinary. They played a Bills team that has struggled against them in the playoffs. That was hot. That was hot. The hottest that team struggles in against them in the playoffs. Hottest team in football. It only takes one week. You're sitting here talking about how the fucking Niners are getting handed their wins. It only takes one week, dude. The Bills are fraudulent when it comes to playing against the Chiefs. The Ravens forgot how to run the fucking football. Pat Mahomes is great. I'm not knocking Mahomes. I think they've got some weapons. Kadarius Toney is coming back in the lineup. I think the Chiefs lose because of that move. Anytime touchdown. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so funny how everything changed when, like, Tony said there. Kadarius Toney was coming back in the game. Everyone was, like, just – just all the memes around the world were just like, oh, the Chiefs lost, Chiefs lost. This poor guy, dude, is just getting roasted for coming back. He kind of guy couldn't catch a cold. So do we, it, do we, do honestly, we... the guy was like dumb too, and like how he went to social media about the, all that injuring stuff. Like, dude, like what are you doing? They're trying to the Chiefs are trying to help you out and just say that you're injured and like just play along with it. Why are you so pissed that 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 they said that you were injured? Like, I think that was just a bonehead, like, young move. Can we do score predictions? I'm curious to think to see if you guys think it's going to be a high or low scoring game because I'm torn. It's one of those games where both teams have solid defenses. So, it's I really believe it comes down to a fucking coin flip, man. I think this could be a shootout where the defense decides the game at the end of the game, you know, decides the game at the end there. Or it could be a defensive battle from the get-go. And, uh, you know, one of these quarterbacks has to come out and make a play it towards the end of the game. And in that so, in that case, I think Mahomes probably wins the game. If it's, if it's going to be a defensive battle, I got to give – obviously, I don't think this is a question. Mahomes is going to have the leg up. He's got the experience. The man's won, you know, two Super Bowls. He's fucking – brought them down the field to tie a game up in 13 seconds. Like if this comes down to the offense having to win the game, give me the chiefs. If they'll make uh, a score prediction. Well, I think it's going to be a shootout. So give me 34 to 27. Oh, wow. 40. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. The 31, 28. I think the chiefs are going to win, but. As long as the 49ers don't do what the Ravens did and not run the ball at all and just put it all in Purdy's hands, I think uh, I, I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. CMC is just a guy that you can't um, take out of the game. But, um, yeah, if it comes back like a dance, if it comes down to a quarterback, then, like, who's the better quarterback, which a lot of the times in the Super Bowl, like I said, with, like, QBs and stuff of that going up in the playoffs, you, you really can't just pound the run game all game. You can't just, like – just if you're an offense, just lowly on just the run, I don't think you're going to be able to get far really in the playoffs. So, um, but if they do put the uh, ball in the quarterback's hands, I think Mahomes is going to take it every day. But I do think it's going to be a high scoring game just because they're two really high scoring offenses. Um, so, yeah, 31 28, Chiefs. 
Ben, what I'm, you got? Good. Good. Go ahead, Sharon's iPhone. Go ahead, Sharon. <laughs> I'm going. Uh, I'm going opposite. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think Super Bowls are historically uh, a possession game, right? You just want to keep the opposing offense off the field. The points are going to stay low. I think it's going to be 24-17. I think Andy Reid's going to have a good game plan to, you know, keep the ball in Christian McCaffrey's hands, but to ensure that they're, you know, short gains. Um, so yeah, 24-17. Damn, Dylan, great minds to think alike, and I'm, I'm fucking scared now with my prediction. <laughs> I got, I, I got 24-20 Chiefs. I think. Oh yeah. I don't think it's. I, I don't think it'll be that low, but I, I don't think it's. I don't think they're going to be scoring touchdowns every time. It's going to be long possessions. Defense is going to make them earn it, and Chiefs are going back to back. Yo, is this is this QB two right now? The fuck. QB2. QB1, QB2. Great minds, baby. Oh, God, Dylan. Damn it. I mean, all right. All right. I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a question here. So, Niners win. Does that make Brock Purdy a good quarterback or does that mean Patty Mahomes blew it? How do they win? Good game. Both play well. Well, I don't know. I can't really say that. I mean, it, because at the end of the day, no I don't think there's what. Oh, all right. I don't think there's a question that he's a good quarterback. I just don't think he's like elite or I don't is think he he's franchise? he's not top seven. Is he a franchise he's, quarterback. Wasn't he the, build around he, was, he was the final five in the MVP, right? right? Brock Purdy was the uh, final five. Yeah. Brock, so. It was Purdy, Allen. So it shows that Purdy's not just an average quarterback. If you're in that conversation with MVP. Bro, we're talking about a guy that was picked last in the fucking draft. Yeah, if so was Tom bare Brady. average. If he's bare average, it's still fucking great. What what I'm round so sick of the no no one's com- no one's comparing him to when he was drafted. Yeah, when was Tom Brady drafted, Daniel? Uh sixth round, I believe. Yeah, exactly. It's the same situation. Bro, I'm a Purdy guy. I'm saying that we keep talking about how Purdy Ben's over there saying he's not top seven. I I don't, I don't care. Think he's top seven. I don't care if he's got fucking Jerry Rice on that field with him. He's getting the ball to his playmaker's hands. I don't understand why this guy gets a knock because the Niners built a good team around him. Like, I, I don't understand it. Mahomes' I mean, first couple years, he had Tyreek Hill. He had, he's had Kelsey his whole fucking time. And then he won a Super Bowl without Hill. And he won a Super Bowl with Hill. So, like, what are we talking about here? I just don't think well, there's I – just, I just don't think there's seven quarterbacks. Or I don't, I don't think – you think the there's seven quarterbacks that are better than him? Yeah, easy. If you were to draft a fantasy team, not actual fantasy, but like to run as be a GM, you wouldn't pick him before seven other quarterbacks. Who are the seven no quarterbacks shot. you're putting ahead of them? Yeah, who are the seven quarterbacks? Patrick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh, Patrick, Josh Allen, Lamar, Burrow, um, Hurts. Uh, Mayfield, are you taking Baker over? No. Nah. Fuck, Dylan. I'm a Baker. I'm just saying. Let's be I, I'm, trying, real. I'm trying to get him to seven. You know, and where are we at? We're at. I'm four, debating. Five. I'm debating Herbert. I'm at five right. Now. I'm debating Herbert right now. Um, give me a second. Two up. I'm not giving you a second. Here's the. I probably. I take. I take Kirk Cousins over him. What? I think yeah. that's ridiculous, man. Has Kirk Cousins yeah. ever even been in the MVP conversation? Kirk Cousins, no. 
finds ways to lose games. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say, Brock Purdy. I probably take Dak Prescott over him. The Super Bowl. Not well. How, how? Where's Dak right now? Brown. In Cancun. In Cancun. Yeah, he's partying up with Lamar. Because <laughs> I win games, and I don't care. Like, like shit. You can look at the the Cowboys roster. That's I said seven for a reason. Bob. He's right there. Yeah. I, so so so, do you think Niners winning? The story would be all about Mahomes losing, though. So Purdy wouldn't get the respect he deserves. Kind of like the. It depends how it goes. I don't think no, it'll yeah. be. I don't think it'll be Mahomes losing as much as it'll be again the same narrative. Brock has the weapons around him. Like that's why. Like I don't. I think if the Niners win, I just I have a tough time seeing it be, you know, the MVP going to Purdy. I mean, you have to have the you have to have the weapons around you to be a good quarterback. I'm not hating on Brock for the record. I just I think there's seven other quarterbacks out there that I would take ahead of him. If we're talking fantasy football, I don't know that I'm taking Lamar. No, I'm the GM of a startup team. Yeah, you build a team we, around we, them. I guess we have not seen Brock in you know uh an offense that doesn't have Iuke, Kittle, CMC. He, he struggles when Debo's off the field, just Debo. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's weird. I I I won't disagree with that statement. I just I I think you, you know, I'm going to give Purdy his flowers now because I think what he's done, where he was picked, the physical traits that he has, he uh he's been outstanding. Um Echo is another one. I mean, like, look at Purdy's stats, right, for, like, the MVP, right, when he was up there. He had 4,280 passing yards, 31 TDs, and 11 interceptions. I mean, even if you have a team that's stacked around you, yes, it does help you. But those numbers are still, like, not – they're still – like, if, if you're an average quarterback, you're not going to get those numbers. You're not going to be in that MVP kind of conversation. So, I think Purdy did a good job in utilizing the weapons he had, and he also made some nasty throws. He's made some mistakes, and he's got exposed by the Ravens, but the Ravens also have one of the top defenses. You know what I mean? So it, it all takes a, like mistakes to happen to get those plays, and they all said exposed, whatever, but that was probably Brock Purdy's worst game of the season was against the Ravens, and after that, dude, he was just taking care of the ball and getting what needs to be done and taking it all away. Jordan Love. This motherfucker. This guy's still going. He's still going down the look. I don't know. Now, that I'm taking Jordan Love. Maybe Tua. Long, long. Jesus. Longevity wise, Love might have the longer career. Because uh, again, we haven't seen Purdy without these weapons, and Love really proved himself in a year where everyone thought the Packers were, uh, you know, were rebuilding. So I, I'll, I'll give Love credit that i think longevity wise he'll probably have the better career um because he's proven himself without the you know cream of the crop weapons stafford fuck dude we're done with this shit. <laughs> so so but don't the niners have like a really good offensive line too so Brandon, if you have the stats of how often has he got sacked right in like comparison with the other quarterbacks because i feel like you never really hear about you know the Niners line struggling or him getting, you know, pressure to get the ball out. He's not known for being, you know, a quick passer. He, he, it sounds like he has all, all the time in the world to just sit back and get it to the receivers and the playmakers around him. 
They run a lot of play action, so that helps them a lot. Well, they have the probably the best left tackle in the game right now. When he's been out, they've struggled. I'll say that. When he when Trent Williams has been out, they've struggled. But um I don't know. Dude, I'm, and you, I'm a purdy guy at the end of the day. And, yeah. and to have a white running back, I mean, you know you gotta be a dog, right? Like it's just you gotta win a Super Bowl with that. That's a that's the best player in the league right there. Come on. Go ahead and elaborate on that, Dylan. That take. Uh from Stanford, uh all time rushing, just absolute stud. Mm, he is, yeah. Yeah, CMC's a stud. Also an MVP candidate, but he, he, he might get offensive player of the year, but um, yeah. If he let's, why don't we move weeks. on to that? Why don't we move on to that? Let's you know we got the award ceremony tomorrow. Um, let's start it off with everyone's coach of the year. Um, I'll start us off. Give me, D'Amico Ryan's. Win a playoff game in a year, um, where nobody saw the Texans coming from anywhere. Um, they've won, th- I believe it was either three or four games between the last three years. They come out of nowhere. They didn't really have an offensive line, and they found ways to win with that quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Um, so I'm going to go with D'Amico Ryans. Zep, who do you got? I got Dan Campbell. I think that Dan Campbell, he literally, like, he made that team. Like, he, like when he came in here, like, they had a bad season, whatever. His first season uh, wasn't that great. But he literally built, you know, the team to be able to be utilized in a way with getting Jared Goff and doing all that stuff like that. And it's, it's just like his tenacity and some of that and going for all those fourth downs and stuff. Um, I, I think Dan Campbell is a guy that a lot of the players and coaches and the, the people there really respect him. He's a, he's a player's coach. You know what I mean? He's um was once a player on the Detroit Lions. So I think that's also amazing. I think he puts a lot of passion into his players and his, uh, his um, talents as being him being a head coach. So I like Dan Campbell. Okay. I mean, he took the Lions through the playoffs. No, it was a Cinderella story for the longest time, but really the Lions were a contender, and they should have won that game against the 49ers. But, yeah, I mean, doing that as a coach, taking that team from zero to heroes, I think a really impressive feat. Benjamin. So I would like to say Kevin Stefanski, just everything they went through in the Browns end up making the playoffs all those injuries but i think it usually goes to a young a lot of the times first year head coach who significantly overachieves rookie quarterback i think it's got to go to miko sharon's iphone i'm hopping on that bandwagon i that's who i was gonna say at the beginning and then dan elaborated so well just gonna second. So, <laughs> I second Danny boy. I guess it wasn't that great. Whatever, dude. Fuck you, Sharon. All right. Hey, whoa. Let's go with <laughs> let's go with the let's go Sharon's with the big one. Sorry. Let's go with the uh a, the AP MVP. Uh, ben, start us off. Lamar. Enough said. Okay. Sharon's iPhone. TMC. And he's not gonna win it. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Give me yours, dude. Like, said the MVP. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I was honestly like going through all like the finalists and stuff of like that, and people. I mean, you you look at Lamar Jackson and stuff of like that. Uh, he had a great season, but I think it pales in comparison to his season when he won the MVP. Um, you look at CMC 
Uh, you look at his stats and stuff like that, and like you look at the court, the running backs. He did win MVP back in the day, and what uh, AP? I think Agent Peterson won it back in like 2012, and then we have L LT uh, Ladamian Thomason winning in 2006. And AP won with 2,000 rushing yards, and LT won with, like, 28 rushing touchdowns. And just looking at CMC's stats, I mean, he had, what, 14, 1,400 rushing, 14 rushing touchdowns. I don't think that it's enough to really get him to the point of being an MVP candidate. Um, I kind of like Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott did really good with 36 passing touchdowns and only nine interceptions and having 4,500 passing yards. Uh, I think everyone's sleeping on Dak Prescott. Um, just because of the situation and how, what he happened with the whole Cowboys not being able to win a playoff game and do all that stuff like that. But you can't hate the guy on his season that he had. I think he had a great season compared to Lamar's and also compared to Josh Allen's and um, Brock Purdy's. He's just – statistically, he's like a better quarterback, I think. But did, did, did you know that Josh Allen rushed for 15 touchdowns? Yeah. That was that I saw that stat, and I was like, holy shit, dude. He, he rushed for more touchdowns than CMC did. Which is insane. But yeah, I'm taking Dak. All right. I'm gonna go with Lamar <laughs> because the Jew in. Um I, yeah. I, I unfortunately I can't get it out of my head that I just think he's a shoe in. I'd like to go with Purdy. I I just think Purdy led an outstanding team. I know post <laughs> doesn't count. Um he was the MVP front runner until you know the Ravens game, which I, it was, it was a horrible game. I, you know, but I think um, he was a victim of timing. Um, you know, no MVP candidate candidate has really gone through scot free. Um, so, if I have to take bias out of it, if I have to take out who I think is the shoe in, I'd go with Brock Purdy. Um, but I think Lamar's got it in the bag. Um, let's go. Let's go with the the. Uh, Ever controversial player comeback player of the year, dude. I'm gonna start off, and I'm gonna take a complete bias out of this because I believe Hamlin's a shoe in. Um, give me Baker Mayfield. Give me Baker Mayfield, and I get Damn it, it Dan. The comeback player of the year, injuries, this, that, and the other. Baker was discarded from the Browns, in my opinion, too early. Um, in my opinion, he got screwed by trying to play through injury, um, goes to the Panthers, becomes the team captain, coach gets fired, he gets dropped from there, signed with the Rams, leads a fourth quarter comeback. I believe it was the same week that he got signed, um, played you know, periodically with the Rams throughout the year. Gambles on himself, takes a one-year deal with the Buccaneers, who I think in everybody's mind thought Brady's retiring. This is going to be a down year. Comes out, statistically has the best year of his career. Uh, gets gets Mike Evans. I say gets Mike Evans. I mean, no, no disrespect, but gets Mike Evans another 1,000-yard season on the books um, and leads that Bucs team to a, uh, to, a, to a playoff run. And I think people are going to say, well, they were 9-8, and eight, but at the end of the day, that that uh, NFC South division is historically the team that gets in is is either 500 or barely above. It's never really you never really see a team out of that 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 con or that division that um that really has a dominant year at least in the last couple of years. 
Um, so give me Baker. Zep, keep pushing us along, brother. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I wanted to go with Joe Flacco. Um, obviously, uh, the guys, when he came in on the Browns for the bat and basically saved that team and brought him to the playoffs with 13 passing touchdowns and all of that. I mean, he, he, he did amazing work. Um, I really hate that it's going to be DeMar Hamlin because I don't think really DeMar Hamlin did a lot of good, but whatever. Uh, but, yeah, I would go with Baker Mayfield, though. It's probably going to be the most shoe-in if you're going underneath uh, DeMar Hamlin. I agree with you, Dan. Baker. Ben. It's going to be Tamar Hamlin. I mean, the guy came back. The guy came back from dying on the field. Um, <laughs> statistically, he doesn't deserve it, but all those other guys just came back from sucking ass. So he has three rushing um, yards, dude. Come on. Yeah, he did. Um, but it's, it's going to be it's going to be Hamlin. It is. It is. It is. Dylan, who do you got? Well, I know who you got because you said shit, Dan. Dylan, yeah, got give Baker. me Baker. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's keep pushing along here. Offensive player of the year. Give me it real quick. I got CMC. Zep, who you got, brother? CMC. Yeah. Ben. Make it, make it three, CMC. Give me a foursome, CMC. Oh. Yeah. That's boy. an That's easy one. Boy. That's an easy one. Yeah. Okay. And please disre- disregard Dylan's comment. It has nothing to do with his race, religion, or creed, and everything <laughs> to do with his performance on the field. <laughs> um. Defensive player of the year. Give it to me. Sorry, I'll start. Oh. Okay, go ahead, dude. Yeah, ahead, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go I'm going to get you wet right here, Brandon. TJ Watt. Guy's a stud. He, he balled out. Um, I don't think it's close. I think he runs away with it. He continues to ball out, too. Like, I, I as a Ravens fan, and I know Zep's going to get all fucking bricked up off of this. Yes. I yeah. feel like he's definitely been uh, – He's definitely gotten the short end of the stick throughout the years with, with you know, the stats that he puts up year in, year out, the consistency that, you know, he plays with. Um, so, fuck it. Give me give me T.J. Watt. Fuck the Steelers, but give me T.J. Watt. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, T.J. Watt. It, it kind of annoys me every time because always Miles Garrett or isn't, isn't that comparison and everyone does Miles Garrett has a harder position. And then they start doing analytics and they do stats and they're saying, oh, you know, TJ Watt only pressure the quarterback like 13.7%, all this stupid bullshit. But statistics don't mean shit. It's all like what you do, how many tackles, all that stuff at like that. He led the league in sacks again. He led the league in, in um, tackles again. It's, you know, oh, he, he led it in basically every single category on that. And it kind of makes me mad because right now, Miles Garrett and Micah Parsons are favorited over TJ Watt of winning the award. And I think that's just awful. But I got TJ Watt. Dylan? TJ Watt. Oh. <clears throat> easy. Easy for some there. All right. Well, we're we um we got all that done. So <laughs> we kind of all picked on the same guys. There no real conversation when it when it comes to that. Um, I want to get your guys's uh, anytime touchdown score. Who who are you going with this week? It's not going to be a parlay, but I'd like to see who you guys go with. I'm going to start out. Um, give me Brandon Ayuk. I think right. I think he's due. I think that offense is going to be humming, and uh, that offense is one of those offenses that. Every you know, not every star player, but all of all of their stars there can 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 get in on the scoring. So give me Ayuk on this one. I'm taking Pacheco. I think he, I think he pounds one in. Hell yeah, brother! 
I, I got Marquez Van, uh, Valdez Scantley. Holy shit. Yeah. He's coming from right field here. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to get another bomb, dude. He's always had those big play bombs. I think he's going to get another 65-yard receiving touchdown. All right. I think – yeah, I think Mahomes is feeling arrogant. I think he's going to force one in. He's Mahomes is rushing one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. That'll be the only one that hits, motherfuckers. And I'm yeah. betting. I'm betting on it. So. Yeah. All right. Give me the. Um, let's do our Super Bowl parlay here. I'll start us off once again. I talked about it earlier. I think it's going to be a shootout. Give me over 47 and a half um, for this one. Bernardo, hit me. I'm going Kansas City Chiefs plus two. Damn Damn it. You want that one, Zep? You can can take that one. No, dude, you know, I I want the Chiefs money line. That's what I want. Lucky 13, (laughs) baby. Taylor Swift you can't, you gonna can't, take it home. You, you can't put it. that in a parlay, bro. Money line, Chiefs plus one or two. Let's do it. No, all right, give him money line, Ben. Pick another one because this dipshit's not gonna find anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> give me I Kyle think, use uh, check over four and a half yards receiving. Use over four and a half yards receiving. All right, Dylan, do you have one for me? Bye bye. I think Niners are up going into half. Give me that. Niners money line first half. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see if that's a fucking option. (laughs) (laughs) Niners money line at half is an option. All right. Um. What else? We got we got a offensive rookie of the year. We can talk about that. Oh shit! The rookie that one. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. No, 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 no. Here, here's here's who who's winning is Puka Nakua. You know why? Puka Nakua has set three rookie receiving records. He set the rookie receiving record for game receptions with 15 week two. He passed Bill Gorman, the Oilers 63 yard record. He has uh, finished. He had 1473. Um, Puka ended the season with 1486, broke that record. Third was Jamar Trace, and he set the rookie record for uh, most receptions in a season with 105. You can't just not give this guy the reward. I mean, you, you look at all the rookies on this on, on this uh, pal. You got um, Gibbs, you got Laporta, you got Robinson, Stroud. They never broke any records. Puka broke three records his rookie season. Give it to Puka. I'm gonna give Stats it to guy. CJ Stroud. And my reason being is because C.J. Stroud did more with less. Puka Nakua had arguably, you know, one of the top quarterbacks of the last two decades. Um, Matt Stafford has been attached to multiple receiving records. Um, Calvin Johnson, most receiving yards in a season. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, number two, Cooper Cup, and then now Puka, Puka Nakua with the receiving yards. I think Puka had a tremendous year, especially nobody had this guy on their fucking NFL bingo card coming into this year. So I think he had a great year, but I, I got to give it to C.J. Stroud. I think he did more with less. Rookie rookie coach, rookie quarterback, 
questionable offensive line and uh, made some guys that we didn't really know about. Um, kind of some stars, Tank Dell, Nico Collins. Give me, give me CJ Stroud for the offensive rookie of the year. Sharon, give it to me. Yeah, give me Stroud. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Sharon. I said it first. I said it first. All right, hey, dude, all right. you've been riding Dan off podcast, bro. Defense rookie of the year. One, one word answers. One word answers. Jalen Carter. Will Anderson Jr. Joey Porter Jr. <laughs> What'd you say? Huh? Something, something Jr. Whatever Dan said. I'm going to keep riding it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Real quick. Real quick. We're throwing a curveball in. Waste management open. Ooh, ooh. Who's your favorite? Dylan, go. Hold on. I don't have a favorite yet, but uh, anytime tournament, hold in one plus, I think, 300 plus 270. Hit it. On what – just on the tournament? Yeah, the whole tournament. Uh, there's going to be a hole-in-one on uh, 16. It's plus odds for a hole-in-one or a hole-in-one on 16? It's plus odds for a hole-in-one on 16. Oh, okay, dude. That's completely fucking different. Well, it's the main fucking hole. It's all right, all right, all right, all right. I got Ricky Fowler top 10 finish. Give me uh, give me Justin Thomas out outright winner. Hey, look, look, I'm a plus 35 handicap. I'm going to go with Ben here. Let's get it, baby. Ride the slice. Slick Ricky. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we threw a curveball in there. Got you some golf at the end. Boys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I hope you all enjoy the Super Bowl. I hope you all enjoy the golf going on. Um, again, it's been a pleasure.